You'll find me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show and on Facebook, The Roy Green Show. Bruce McAllister is with me, Wild Rose, a party education critic in Alberta, Michael Zwagster, Manitoba high school teacher, research fellow with the Frontier Center for Public Policy, author of What's Wrong with Our Schools, Dr. Nan Tran Davis, Alberta family doctor, initiated a petition against the inspiring education approach we've been talking about, and Cornelia Baica, parent and mathematician. Um, I have to, a listener just sent me something. It's giving me a headache. It's it's a math question from this new system. Mm-hmm. So may I just read this? Sure. You guys okay with that? I, I, uh, math activity, part one. It is important that children experience problems with more than one possible answer so they can learn that some math problems can have several solutions. For example, if the question was, what makes six?, some possible solutions could be 3 plus 3 makes 6, 7 minus 1 makes 6, 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1 makes 6. They're not the same solutions, but they all make 6. Please help your children solve the following problem. Keep in mind that there are several solutions for this problem. Your child is to solve this problem two different ways. Have your child draw and label a picture of each of their solutions and write a sentence about their solution. Problem. How many animals can there be if there are eight legs altogether? Um, have your child use the following sets of numbers to create four number sentences for each of the set of numbers. Two addition and two subtraction. This is called a number family. For example, using the numbers 8, 5, and 3, you can make the following number sentences. 5 plus 3 is 8, and 3 plus 5 is 8. If you're 8 years old, that's going to drive you crazy. Please make it stop. Uh, Roy, it, it, really? Seriously? Sure. And a point I should have raised with your last caller. I wonder how, how old his sons were. He mentioned they were in university and doing fine. I think this, this all went into play in 08, 09 in the Alberta schools. So he, his children probably didn't learn this as the basic. Well, he said, well, I think he said one of his kids was in university. But anyway. Well, that, anyway, the, the point is that question that you read, that's what's being taught to our kids in elementary school. It isn't a system of teaching the basics and the fundamentals anymore. And that's why kids are so confused. If I can say something here. Please. This problem is okay, but not for elementary. So problem solving should be introduced slowly. And first, do once first you master the basic facts. Absolutely, starting with grade one. Then you start introducing introducing these problems. And math is all about problem solving. But you cannot just throw these problems before the confidence of having the basic facts. No. So first you have one-step problems, then two-step problems, and so on, year after year, build on it. And the more, the stronger your foundations are, the better you can, you can build on. So here's the question, why the change? What, made, what was so wrong about the way things used to be? Um, what made this change so necessary? You know, road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? That's what it is all about. I mean, I'm, I'm sure... Yeah, I, I have students at NAIDS saying, oh, I don't know how to solve this problem. It was never shown to me. I don't like that. I like people to have an open mind, but what they are doing now, it's not going to lead. It's an educational fad. It's and, a uh, fad, and it's been but, going on and off for like your, yeah. your previous guest said, like for 200 years at least. Michael would speak to it, I'm sure, because he's... Uh, well, let me get another caller on. Let's get another caller on from Calgary. Neil, go ahead, please. Hi there, how are you? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I have a grade 11 son, and uh, um, I'm about to start a second family all over again, so I have some concerns about this crap. Um, but uh, one of the things I am concerned with is the erosion of the Alberta advantage, as I call it, for university. I mean, when my son recently toured UBC, he was told that uh, they add 10% to Alberta students' grades on 
when they're considering for admission. I would really like to preserve that. Mm-hmm. But you have yeah. doubts. Well, I, you know, I, Clearly. Roy, read that question. I'm like, are you kidding? Kids hate math already. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, they're not going to... You know, the life out of it. You know, everybody. I think if there's a if there's a subject in school where you really need a teacher's leadership, it's mathematics. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. And Rob, I could just jump in here just very quickly. One of the one of the things that's so frustrating about this is that no one is saying that you can't have some discovery and uh, exploration and having fun with numbers, but don't do it, as Dr. Tran Davies uh, eloquently explained before, don't do it without a, an emphasis on the fundamentals. Exactly. An emphasis on the basics. This idea of inquiry-based learning, uh, the, you know, the, the idea that students are going to develop their own questions and solve things themselves, uh, that works great at a graduate-level university class, which incidentally, uh, it's with medical students that inquiry-based learning, where most of the research has actually been done. And yes, at that level of learning, uh, I would expect them to be able to do some uh, some inquiry-based learning. But yeah. in grade one, uh, when you don't know any of these things yet, to expect to do everything by inquiring, no. by discovery, no. it's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. Neil, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. What really concerned me as well was Dr. Tran Davies saying, that her daughter enjoyed mathematics and now is afraid of it. How old is she, Dr. Trandews? She's eight right now. Eight years of age. That'll set her up for life, won't it? I'm on hold with the radio show. Here, here's Dean. Dean. Dean is in Surrey, British Columbia. Dean, go ahead, please. Hi there. Yes, sir. Uh, our daughter's in grade six, and she has very few computer skills. At our last parent-teacher meeting, we asked, well, you know, when is she going to learn some of these things? And the answer we basically got was, well, we expect that they'll pick that up at home. So apparently computers are another thing they're just supposed to pick up at home. I guess. And I don't know. I guess the teachers are there to watch them turn the computers on. And this is what you were told by the educators. They'll pick it up at home. Yeah. Can I raise another point, Roy, that I think... Yeah, and we have about two minutes left for the whole segment, so right. please go ahead, Bruce. Real, real briefly, what, what the Alberta government is also doing is changing the way that kids are assessed. So percentage grades and, uh, and uh, letter grades are coming off report cards. They're encouraging school boards to do that and then acting as if it's the school board's idea. But it all lines up with inspiring education, you see, because they really believe kids perform worse when they're measured. Yeah. That measure, measuring kids um, somehow holds them back. We we believe completely the opposite. Of course, it doesn't hold them back. Served us so well. So that's the airy fairy theory that Michael's Wagster speaks so well to. Yeah. That we've got to we've just got to stop. The minister has to stop listening. To, start listening to Albertans. Bruce, uh, thank you very much, uh, Dean. I, I go back to that school and, and tell them what you want. You're the parent. They're being paid by public dollars, tax dollars. Tell them what you expect as a parent. Not to tell you that your daughter will pick it up at home. They that's. No. Yeah. There's more, much more to be talked about here, but we've, uh, we're running short on time. Dr. Tran Davis, how do, we, how do parents get, to get a hold of your petition? Um, they can go to change.org and type in Alberta Mass Petition, and they can go on and find and leave comments uh, of their experience with the new math. So change.org, Alberta Math Petition. Yes. Uh, Michael, I'm going to give you the last word, 30 seconds. I just want to commend uh, uh, Dr. Tran Davies and Bruce and others who are raising concerns about, uh, about these real problems uh, in Alberta math. And frankly, these are problems that are being faced in many other provinces as well. We need teachers to actually be free to teach. Teachers should be experts in the classroom. We should be emphasizing the basics, and we should be measuring actual results. And these are the things that, that make the school system great. 
Thank you so much for your time. You made me think of Professor Gil Troy, the history professor at McGill University, who was on the air with us recently, and told us about university students calling at 3 o'clock in the morning and saying, you can't give me a D. I, was, I attended some of your classes. I, I, I deserve at least a B. That's the, uh, that's the, uh, that's, that's the mindset that uh, develops over the years with these airy-fairy systems. Cornelia Vika, thank you. Michael Zweigster, thank you. Bruce McAllister, thank you. Dr. Tran Davis, good to talk to you, and thank you very much. Thank you, Roy. Thank you. Roy Greenshaw, Chorus Radio Network. When we come back, we'll speak with the Chief of the Assembly of First Nations of Quebec and Labrador, Chief Gislain Picard, joins us. Stay with us. Send your emails to Roy at Roy.